0: Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to Sober in the States basketball. Now here are your
1: hosts, Jorge and Alec. I just want to start this episode out by saying PJ Tucker is the GOAT because this man. Hit three threes in the span of like a minute and a half to pull away from the Celtics and make a statement into the playoffs. So Alec, it is your time to shine. Let's show this man the praise that he deserves. Give it up for PJ. It Tucker. is PJ
0: Tucker season. It has always been PJ Tucker season, and you want to know the best part about it is What's he scored eleven him? points all game. Ah. So he he hit he had most of his points on, on, uh, on back to back to back possessions. And he put up 12.4 or so points. So
1: when it um, mattered, un-
0: unfortunately clutch buckets do not count for more. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it's good to see him kind of surpassing his, uh, his L 10 again, kind of, kind of like what I mentioned. Um, he went from a, a zero to a nine up to an 18, which is a, a Move. huge game week for him. Huge. Um, and then an 11 and 12. So his L 10s sitting at 13 right now, kind of basically right where it was at last week. So um welcome to the uh to the pj tucker experience ladies and gentlemen it is a it is a wild ride please fasten your seatbelts keep all hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times no flash photography and let's just enjoy the ride
1: let's enjoy the i don't dude that that's great what where's that oh my goodness Ooh, he's cooking 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 just like the western conference standings in the playoffs ladies and gentlemen episode 24 coming at you with the Western Conference picks that we have. We did the Eastern last week. The West, I thought that if we gave the West a little bit more time, it would make a little bit more sense. But guess what? It still does not make sense. So before we get into those picks, like we did last week, Alec, why don't you get us started? Let's get a rundown of these uh, Western Conference standings, which uh, might come down to the very last day of games. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So first, what we're going to do here, um, I'm going to actually start at the bottom of the standings because Ooh. those are the two teams officially on a watch because win Manana for Wemba um oh, The oh, San Antonio Spurs and Houston Rockets both have 20 wins. Um, the Pistons blocked up the number one spot for the lottery. I should say the number one spot for best odds in the lottery um, already, but those are the two teams battling for second and third. Um, so that, that's kind of a, a big deal in that sense. So we're kind of going to, going to start on that, obviously, just to, just to point that out, we haven't talked about Wemby in a long time. So, um, had to, had to kind of give him a shout out here, a little bit of a, a callback for that. Um, but four playoffs seasoned. now, yeah, we, we have three games to go. So, um, most there, there's a lot of teams that have already been, um, mathematically eliminated. And then the Utah jazz are the only team left that, are not mathematically related or eliminated, but they are one and a half games back with three games to go. So it's still possible, but that's kind of one of the things where you got to go three, and oh. you need the team ahead of you to go. Oh, and three. So they're not fully eliminated just yet, which is very disappointing because the jazz started out unreal this year, Um, really kind of came out of nowhere too. So to see them kind of fall off, we knew it was a matter of time, but um, you know, I I was still at least hoping maybe they squeak in as a play in team and, and kind of see what happens from there. Um, but they're in 12th right now. The cutoff line is a- after 10th, obviously. And this is something I think none of us really saw coming. Well, actually, I shouldn't say none of us because everyone knew it wasn't going to was. work out. What would you say?
1: Probably because you didn't know who he was.
0: Uh, the Dallas Mavericks currently on the outside looking in, despite having Luka Doncic, who I recently just learned who he was um, after the uh, after that big trade happened. Had no clue who he was before that. Um, but him and Kyrie Irving in the same backcourt, back frontcourt. I've been a basketball fan my whole life. I still got those two mixed up. Um, cool. Whatever your two guard spots are and the fancy name for that. It's positionless. Uh, I think it's backcourt. Yeah, it's positionless. positionless. The two guys that dribble the ball the most Um, having those two guys in the court at the same time um, has not worked out for Dallas, which a lot of people did see coming, but also did not see coming at the same time that it would be this bad. Um, A lot of people knew that Kyrie would kind of come in, mess up the mojo a little bit, but they didn't think that, You know, the Mavericks would be three and seven in their last 10 games. So um, they are on the outside looking in. They're still tied with Oklahoma City, um, but Oklahoma City owns the tie breaking spot. So they are at 10th in the last play in spot for that SGA SGA. uh, So that would be pretty cool if they could uh, they could do that. Obviously, it's a very young team Um, looking forward to next year. They get Chet Holmgren back and however many top five and top 10 draft picks they have. Um, it, it's very hard to keep track of with the thunder because at one point they had 32 draft picks over the next four years. So it's just kind of a, whatever happens, happens with them. You never know where they're going to pick and and all that fun stuff. But, um, ahead of that, you get the Minnesota Timberwolves. So obviously Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert, um, kind of a, a scary team to potentially do in the, or to meet in the playing team for that. Um, they are two full games up on Oklahoma city. And they are one game back from both the Pelicans and Lakers for the seven and eight spots. So that's gonna be something to keep an eye on to see if the if the Timberwolves kind of jump up to being in that seven, eight spot or being in that nine spot because that makes a huge difference. Um obviously being in the seven, eight spot, you just have to simply win one out of two games, where if you're in the nine and ten, you have to go two for two to get in. Um so it kind of takes a, a lot of the pressure off if they're able to to jump either the uh, the Pelicans or
1: Lakers in uh in that sense too. All right. I'm gonna give you a chance to breathe over here. You start, you're starting yeah. you're starting to get you're starting to get a little red over here. I'm starting to see Ooh. you struggle a little bit. Deep that breath, was, deep breath. that was fantastic. Honestly, like you were just cooking. I just I just I didn't want to stop you. I just I just I let you keep going. So congratulations. That was awesome. And then this is what makes things interesting, is that it is so tight in the play-in, but not only that, all of these teams at the bottom right here, none of them really have an edge over one another. They're so just in that m- middle mushy mesh. That is the middle of the Western conference. That is the Lakers could pop off one night or they could stub a toe and just not do anything. They could easily get into the playoffs. They could not the Pelicans Zion could come back out of nowhere. And all of a sudden this Pelicans team looks incredible. They think they've lost like two out of their last 10 as well. They've gone on a run. It's another one of these things. The West does not make sense. Like the East does. So preparing for the West has been incredibly difficult. If you have already, hopefully, you won some rewards that got you there. So it is very, very top heavy in the Western Conference. Are you and staying down here for a little bit? Are you looking at any players in this kind of range where you're like, hey, maybe there's a chance that started from the bottom now they here and could actually go on a run? Because some of these playing teams after you get in the play-in, what you're gonna you're gonna face Memphis, you're gonna face Denver. Oof, that's a that's, that's a little questionable. Is there it's a is there, task. <laughs> a big old tall task? Is there, is there anything that piques your interest down here with any of these play-in teams? Let's that's, that's, um, hop into it a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of tough. I mean, I don't really see Minnesota, Oklahoma city or new Orleans really, even I'll just off throw the Lakers in there. Why not? I mean, the Lakers could potentially make it a series and and keep it competitive with either Denver or Memphis, but um, I personally don't see any of those four teams winning their first round matchup. Now, kind of one thing to look at in that sense though, is maybe they don't make it past the first round, but do they make it a five or six game series? Do they steal a game on the road and kind of buy that extra game for, for your game week? So, um, that's kind of going to be the the thing to look at in that sense. I know, you know, last week we really ha- hammered home, you know, do you think they're going to make a run? Cause if so, that's the guy you want to go after. But, um, in the West, just with how crazy it is, I mean, Like, realistically, everyone one through six could win their not only a first round matchup, but also the second like Golden State can go on a run. It's almost the same roster as last year where they won the championship. So who knows what can happen with that? They can obviously make it to the Western Conference finals. So I think you're really kind of just looking at on those bottom teams, who's going to make this a series that's not just going to be a simple four game sweep. But if it is a four game sweep, are they going to keep it close? Are you going to look after a guy like Anthony Edwards who can put up 40 on any given night if he wants to. And if he has to do that, to keep the team and, you know, in the game, maybe he's going to do that. And even though they're not making it past that playing game or that first round, he's still putting up huge sober scores for you in that, that limited time he's getting.
1: Which, and and in the end can result you with a nice reward that helps you push along further in the playoffs. And And yeah, and 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 that's, that's a good thing that you're saying is that, look, if you do get to the playoffs, you know, can you make that push? Can you steal some games all of a sudden kind of flip, kind of turn the page a little bit and kind of flip the script. And that that way, like I'm staying away from the Lakers. Like, let's be honest. If you have Lakers, sure. Like, am I probably going to run LeBron out? Of course, because it's the playoffs. It's LeBron. Who's to say he's not going to show up. Are they going to do the, are they going to last the whole series? Are they going to get swept? Maybe, but I expect a good game out of them. So am I going out and getting those players? No, but kind of mentioned it earlier, the new Orleans Pelicans. If I were, if I were to go shopping, because I have a name pulled up here right now, which is not Zion, even though if, if you're, if you're a real degenerate, if you really want to go there, pick yourself up a Zion. Cause realistically there is a chance that, uh, he might show up out of nowhere Nobody else is going to have them. Maybe other people don't like the risk like you do. And all of a sudden, you're sitting in a really pretty spot with some differential. But Brandon Ingram at an L10 of 47, he's been producing. He's been the guy. He's been, Pelicans been running through, and the Pelicans are going red hot into this plan right now. He's half, he's about half the price, if not more, of the rest of the people in his L range at 47. Steph Curry, SGA. Sabonis all at 47, Kevin Durant, they're all in the 40 47 45 46 range. Brandon Ingram is like half the price of most of these guys. Why? Obviously because there's that risk they're not going to go far. But right now, picking up a Brandon Ingram, taking that flyer that hey, puts up a good score in the play and maybe they do get by, maybe they don't, but like you said, it could lead to bigger and better things and he's 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 kind of a deal there. So uh what do you what do you think of my first pick there with a uh, Brandon Ingram? I, I do like Brandon Ingram. One thing that
0: does make me nervous, at least just kind of looking at his scores, is it's 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 very much a high and then a low. So his L10 right now is 47. Recently, he's got a 54, a 35, a 51, a 38, a 59, a 38. So it's good in the sense that when he puts up that high score, he's putting up somewhat of a lower one. I mean, 38 is still a good score, but if you're, your L10 is 47 and you're scoring nine below that number, that's not too great. Um, But he's kind of keeping that average down a little bit in that sense. So that's kind of the only thing that makes me nervous is if you catch him on a back-to-back where he's only getting you 35 sober points back-to-back, but he's costing you 47 points within that lineup, that can be a little scary. Uh, But at the same time, like he's put up a 64 in the past couple of games. He's put up a 58, a 59. So he's very capable of exceeding his L10, and especially in the playoffs once rotations shorten up you're kind of trusting your stars more. Maybe it's not necessarily just ISO and go, but you're kind of saying we're going to draw a place to get Brandon in your open, whether it's a pick and roll, whether it's off ball. So in that sense, I do think that's definitely kind of a, one of the bigger names to target on those lesser teams that you can kind of trust to be, at least be a little more consistent kind of in what you're going to get out of them from a production standpoint.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. And you're, and I completely agree with you. It is, it is a very risky play. It is a flyer. But when you look at a price of that, like a 0.012, that is pretty cheap. Tack on that 15%. If they do, like, think about it. The Pelicans, you take the flyer of the Pelicans. They make it out of the play-in because realistically, they have, I would say, one of the better chances to get out of the play-in, like, fairly easy. People are now going to be chasing after those Pelicans players. who's like, oh, wow, the Pelicans made it. All of a sudden, one, they're not going to have that 15%. Two, the price is probably going to skyrocket. It's going to go up, yeah. It's going to go up. So. Thinking ahead, kind of being proactive, yes. Is it a risky play? Yes. But for the price, is it enticing to take the flyer? Maybe. But I I definitely agree. I want to point out, just like you did too, point it out again, very, very on the the riskier end of the spectrum. But I think I've been staring at it all day. So I kind of (laughs) needed, I needed to pick somebody else's brain on it. Cause as soon as I was like looking at, like looking for players, I was like, wow, that is a really good deal. And it's like for the first week to play and kind of do it, it might be a nice flyer. So. I don't know we'll see but
0: i think one thing also to consider in that sense too is yes he's significantly cheaper than those guys at that value but when you compare him to steph curry who can put up 60 with out breaking a sweat <laughs> that's kind of something you also have to consider so if you're looking for kind of a a bigger name you know on a i guess you can call it a budget or kind of some value i think definitely go after brandon ingram but if you're simply just looking at a guy that's around that 47 i would target a staff or kind of one of those guys that has a better chance of kind of I guess, putting up a huge insane number in oh, yeah. so rare um, as well. But if you're looking for a guy that you kind of need as an MVP on a, on a little bit more of a budget or some more value, I think Ingram's a, a great guy to kind of target at that, at that price for sure.
1: Oh yeah. And, and we'll, we'll definitely, we'll do the MVPs at the end again. Cause obviously I think we all know yeah. who the, who the golden choices are on this uh, Western <laughs> conference side. That won't be a long conversation, but uh, yeah. What, what you got? Why don't you, why don't you throw, why don't you throw one out here? Yeah, so I'm actually going to gonna stick with the Pelicans
0: here. Um, kind of a another, I guess, quote-unquote risky play a little bit. Um, but I'm going to go with Jonas Valanciunas here. Um, he's got an L10 of 37, which is a little high, but he's also averaging a double-double. So he's a guy that he's going to get you over 10 rebounds pretty much on any given night. So even if he's not hitting his average of 15 points per game, he could also very well put up 20 rebounds, and that kind of makes up for it. Um, especially in the playoffs where, you know, offensive rebounding is huge. They may have him kind of, you know, stayed on the floor a little bit longer to, to try and get some second chance points, um, early on in the game, but especially later on in the game too. So, um, that's kind of a guy right now he's going for, um, just about $8 and 50 cents or so. So pretty good value for, um, for a 37, but kind of similar to Brandon Ingram is his, his floor is very scary. Um, I mean, he's getting he's getting good minutes right now. He's getting about 30. So that'll probably also go up again in the playoffs, too, which is very helpful. Um, but he's got a, a 25, a 27, 36 and 37 in his last four games. Um, and then a 21 if we go back to five. But on the flip side, he's put up a 43, a 45 and a 55 fairly recently, too, um, which that's all about to fall off so that L10 is going to come down a little bit. So I mean he's he's very capable of doing the you know offensive rebounds defensive rebounds um he's a good shot blocker as well so even though he may not get you a ton of you know points in that sense um he's still going to rack up rebounds and kind of make up for that and and hopefully still put up some good numbers here in the uh, in the playoffs too.
1: Yeah no that that's a really great pick I actually I actually had Jonas for most of the season uh in Sober. and yeah he he could definitely come out he could produce sometimes the the only weird thing is I will say is I don't, I don't watch enough of the Pelicans to like really know why, but towards the back half of the season, obviously the Pelicans had a lot of injuries. He had a bigger role when they came back. His production kind of went down, but like very recently his minutes have gone down too. And I don't know if they've just been trying to figure out the rotation, if they were just like easing into the end of the season, uh, which doesn't really make sense because they've kind of been fighting for a play in spot too. Um, So yeah, Jonas Valanciunas He has come in clutch so many times he can't hit those peak scores. Uh, But yeah, like the Ingram shout, um, it's a really, really good price for that 37. He can hit over it, but you're risking, especially early on in the play-in, you don't really know what you're going to get. We mentioned it last week where you don't really know who's going to step up and show up for that game. Uh, But yeah, Jonas Valanciunas for a price like that for an L37, that's a... That's a nice little, that's a nice little scoop up, like it. Yeah. He, he's won me rewards this. I can't, I can't even say anything against that boy like that. And one thing to kind of to point out about his minutes too,
0: is it, it very much depends on who they match up with in the playoffs. Like if they go up against Minnesota and he's got to go up against Rudy Gobert, even if Zion's back, They'll probably put. I guess they'll have Cat at that point too. So you're gonna have to go with Zion and another big. So um, just kind of from his from his big body and, and experience, kind of in in the playoffs. So obviously, he was with um, Memphis for a while, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, and Toronto as well. So um, he's been around the league. He, he's a he's a good veteran at you know in that roster. So um, and in that rotation. So if they kind of match up against against Minnesota, especially where they're gonna have Cat and Gobert on the floor at the same time, or even to quickly rotate him in. Um, that's going to be you know one of those matchups where if they get drawn against that, I think I'd go out and, and try and scoop him up if if he fits your lineup.
1: Oh yeah, I hey he gets my seal of approval because I will probably go out if I if I don't pick up a an ingram I might might try to sneak in a little Valentinus action in there for the play in because I've really I've been planning so much for the long term of the playoffs that I kind of ignored the play in and I'm like oh do I have enough pieces to even like put out some competitive lineups in the play in so. That's something I have to look into. But that's why we're doing this exercise. Look at that. Killing two birds with one stone. Hell yeah. But since we've kind of gone in those like kind of weird play in, maybe flyer vibes, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to the lower end of the range here. This, the low, the lower L10. I don't, I don't even want to say like low L10, L10, because boy, some of these players in the Western conference, when you get to that lower end of the spectrum, it is a pretty, pretty spicy. So I did some digging. I did I did some digging for y'all. Don't you worry. I got you. I did some digging, but I went down all the way to the bottom. And I'm going to first go with Christian Braun. Christian Braun? Braun? Brown? One of the two. Uh, I think
0: it's Braun. I don't Braun, know. I've heard it both Braun. ways. So it, it kind of I guess it depends on who's who's commentating that night.
1: I like Braun. Whatever. He has shown that Denver trusts him when there's guys out, when they need somebody to step up, Christian Braun has been stepping in there, getting those minutes. Does he have great scores? No. He's really peaked at like 30. But kind of like we said with like players of the likes of P.J. Tucker and stuff, you want people, you want to get these lower L10 guys that won't get you a DNP, even if it's a few points. A few points is a few points at the very low end, especially when you're trying to sneak in these guys at the top that are really, really going to hit over their cap. So Christian Braun should get minutes, not guaranteed, but... Denver has shown that they trust him enough. That makes me think, Hey, if they play a long series or something happens or someone goes down and they want to be precautionary very early on in the series, I think Christian Braun's going to really benefit from that. So he, he's somebody that I would target and yeah, he's under $10. He's an L 13. It's to me personally, I think it's, it's a good shout. I, it would be someone that I want to be looking towards in the playoffs. So I figured that I would put him out here for, the world to hear and criticize me and judge me don't judge me please be nice
0: no i like that i i actually picked up his card earlier in the year i think in february so um right after the deadline when they got rid of bones highland he had been playing pretty well and it was kind of pretty obvious he was gonna be the next guy up in that that second uh that second unit for them um for some reason they kind of just started going away with him like he put up scores in the high 20s like all within a week and then they kind of just dunked his minutes like after that or dipped his minutes, I guess. Um, I know,
1: uh, can, can car, something like that. I know kind of mm -hmm. stepped up for a little bit, uh, Bruce Bruce Brown's
0: who's actually Bruce Brown was one of my other picks. So, um, yeah, him and Brown, I think are both or Christian. We'll go Christian Braun and Bruce Brown. Otherwise those names are too close together. I don't want people getting mixed up And by people. I mean, myself. So, um, (laughs) Christian Braun and Bruce Brown, kind of both of those guys in the backcourt for Denver, um, I think are, are kind of great picks there. They're already getting good minutes. There's guys, that are both their guards below them in that rotation too. So um, it's pretty safe to assume that those guys are going to drop out and then those two will get the, the extra minutes that are kind of added in. Um, Now, which one gets more minutes is kind of going to be a a toss up and it really just kind of comes down to who plays well in that first game, I guess. Um, I think it starts out with both. They get almost identical minutes, but if someone's on the floor for a quick six O stretch with four minutes to go in the game, that guy's probably getting a couple more minutes next game. So um, it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see kind of roulette in a sense of which of those two guys is going to get more minutes. But I think those two are, are definitely kind of lower end guys to to value too.
1: Yeah. Especially because, and I like I like the Bruce Brown shout because he was actually on my list and then I cut him from my list. But the thing is Bruce Brown has an L 25. He plays a little bit more. He could produce more. His scores are way better than Christian Braun. But it's one of those things where he he sits in that weird L25 where there might be better options at that level than Bruce Brown. So when you're comparing those like mid 20s, you're like, OK, Bruce Brown, he's a good player in that sense. If you don't have anybody else or you want to go with Denver for the longevity, because I think we all can agree that Denver's should go pretty far. And, you know, he's going to get thrown in. He's gonna, definitely going to get more than Braun. But Braun serves at low L13. And I'll even mm-hmm. throw in another pick that I had is Reggie Jackson. Because he's at an L-12, sent for Denver. Should we just pick the entire Nuggets roster and say those
0: are yeah, our picks? Because yes. that's kind of where we're headed at this point.
1: No. Well, I, okay. Aaron Gordon is also on my list. <laughs> but... Look, I'm looking, look, we can have the Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon because Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon are like L30, L25. Like they're, they're in a different conversation, right? They're a different echelon of this Denver roster. Uh, but c- come, come with me to the very bottom. Come with me to the swampy, stinky depths right now <laughs> with Christian Braun and Reggie Jackson. Okay. Oh God. Because yeah, I'll
0: throw Smith in there too. If, if we're going at guards no. that don't really play at all.
1: But think about it. Chris, Christian Braun does play. And then Reggie Jackson, he is a veteran in the league. If Denver is struggling, why not throw Reggie Jackson out there to calm the squad down, level it out, you know, kind of maybe bring down the momentum a little bit when things start getting a little hot. He's a veteran presence who can really get in there and maybe take back control of the game, which is the only reason why I think when push comes to shove, there is a chance for Reggie Jackson to get somewhat minutes at some point if things start going bad for Denver. And that, 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 that's just my, that's my tinfoil hat kind of stretch for Reggie Jackson. What do you, what do you think about that one? Just, just for
0: memes and just for fun at this point, I'm also going to keep it with the Denver Nuggets. This guy was not on my list, but this is someone that just as I look in this rotation who gets a couple more minutes than Reggie green or Reggie, uh, Reggie Jackson uh, is the man that ruined our card swap experience. It is Jeff green.
1: Um,
0: So I I wasn't going to say him at all. Um, but as we're just sticking with the Nuggets now, just solely for the memes, I, I feel like I have to go with Jeff Green just so we truly can knock out almost this entire Nuggets rotation. Um, obviously, Jokic is going to be at the MVP standpoint or MVP conversation. There's going to be another couple guys that we'll we'll talk about that too. Um, but yeah, I mean Jeff Green, kind of another guy that just like Reggie Jackson, he's been around the league. If you need a veteran kind of late in the game to to turn things around, um, definitely a, a good guy to to go after in that sense. But will he really? do anything. And so rare, not really. Um, but he's going to get minutes. His L10, similar to Christian Brown is at 14. So um, he's done it before he put up 23, two nights ago, so he, he can do it. Um, so if you're truly looking at a, a bottom of the barrel, I need someone that's going to see the floor. Old man, Jeff green still kicking it in his age 36 season.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, dude, we might as well start talking about Thomas Bryan if we're just going to go down. Let's over again. go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, I
0: forgot who's a, it was one of those either Mike or one of the other team hold guys, but they posted on Twitter. Like what was the most like iconic image in uh in basketball this season. And I was like, Thomas Bryant calling for the ball when LeBron James broke the record was just so funny that anytime I see that picture, it cracks me up because he is open. Like it's a good call for a pass, but just that's going to be something now, whenever we see LeBron James breaking the scoring record, you're just going to see Thomas Bryant backing someone down in the post as LeBron's like midair about to let this thing fly.
1: I do want you to know once this office that is being used as a storage room becomes my office. Finally, I will get that picture that I, I want to get that picture. Like I want to get a poster <laughs> and just have it in the background right there. Just Thomas Bryant calling for the ball as LeBron is breaking the record. I love uh, it's, that. It's such uh, a good picture. Oh. And the fact that he was traded like two days later just makes it even better. It's oh, dude, that's incredible. Yeah. Shout, shout, shout out. Shout out the entire Denver Nuggets uh, roster because look, man, I, I think we're all, we all know where this is going. Fuck it. Peyton Watson to the moon, whatever. Who? Peyton Watson. Dude, you can't just
0: like make up a two K ass generic name and expect me to believe that they're in the Denver Nuggets rotation.
1: Just cause we're talking about the Nuggets. There's no way. Nah, dude, he got, he got like a, he got, no, he actually in the last three games, 26 Peyton minutes, Watson. 20 minutes, 17 minutes. He's like the rookie. He didn't play all season until about March 22nd, like two weeks ago. Ugh. Better watch out, dude. Pay Watson's season, baby. L7, let's go. Oh my God. Let's go. Has only seen the floor like six times, but he's definitely <laughs> playing in the playoffs. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll t- tell you who. That boy won't see his playing time right I ever seen it. All right, let's get off this Denver nugget. Oh, Aaron Gordon, by the way, definitely go get Aaron Gordon. He's yeah, just pop. just hit it at this point. We're,
0: we're gonna get the, that's. I don't have any more nuggets on my list, but if you've got them, let's just while we're at it, we'll cook them out of here.
1: No, yeah, I'm just gonna get it out of the way now, dude. Aaron Gordon, like for real, for real, like top end of the pick. L29. He's had kind of a rough game, but he he's due for some big games. He can show up in big moments. Him and Jokic are gonna cook. It's only a matter of time. Put him in your roster. He'll hit a big game in the playoffs. It's it's one of those things. He's tried and true. It's Aaron Gordon, baby. He can do it. He can get it done. All right, let's stop talking about Denver. I'm over. It. Cool. So
0: I'm going to go. Uh, I guess I would say sticking within the Western KCP. That is the. Can you imagine? Um, we're, I'm going to go with uh someone else that's still in the playing range. So still kind of fitting in in this theme that we're going after right now. Um, with Minnesota, I'm going to go with Kyle Anderson. So, Ooh. um, he's got an L ten of thirty five, which is a little high, um, but he's also only going for just under eight bucks. Um, so he's, he's put up some good scores recently. He plays a ton of minutes for them at small forward. Um, it's just, I, I I've had his comment all year that I've, I've cashed in big on when his L 10 was still in the twenties and he's putting up a, a 40, a 50, so on and so forth. So holy smokes, um, yeah, he he's got some really good scores. Like he's kind of like Brandon Ingram in the sense of it goes up and down. Yeah. But if you look at it, it's, it's still almost identical. So he has recently, it's a 27, 35, 45, 17, 43, 50. So it's kind of that up and down to to keep it, you know, granted he's at a 35. It's kind of getting to stay there and he's proven he can put up close to 50 points as well. So, um, and he does everything he scores, he gets rebounds and he's, uh, gets assists and he's averaging 0.9 blocks over his last 10 as well. So, um, you can do
1: it on the defensive end as well, which is, is huge when your shot's not falling. Dude, yeah. I I've heard Kyle Anderson's name thrown around all year. And maybe I don't know. Like if anybody listening also deals with this too, maybe it's because I'm in the East and I just watch a lot of magic. And like I watch a lot of basketball in general, but I feel like I watch more East teams than I do western teams. So it's I could I, I couldn't even probably count it on my hand how many times I've watched the Timberwolves this season. It's just one of those teams that either they just never when I, when I had the chance to sit down and play basketball or watch basketball, it's one of those things. Like it was just never a Minnesota game. I wanted to watch or anything. And it's these scores that Kyle Anderson is putting up. Like you're right. Yes. He kind of has that, you know, up and down where he has that very low end twenties, but when he hits, he hits. And again, in playoff situations like this, you know, he's a little bit older. You could say he has a little bit more mature head on his shoulders. He might, he might step up. And in a situation like this for a price like this was, scores like that i mean if he can hit 50 on a 35 l35 that's incredible in the yeah. playoffs and the timberwolves if they get lucky eh, ugh, yeah they they kind of
0: have I a mean, rough path they're, they're a game back of seven and eight and they are two games up on 10 so um they're and i guess dallas is still they're two and a half up on dallas too so it, it'd kind of be one of those things where they would have to lose all three games and then either oklahoma city or dallas um, actually, I guess both of those teams would have to go three and zero in order for even then, Minnesota to somehow miss. So
1: they'd have to win two games to get in, and then they'd probably end up playing Denver, or they will end up playing Denver yeah. if they do do that, which is a tough ask. But can can Minnesota push Denver? They have the size. They have the size too. It's just a matter of can they actually hang with the big dogs for seven games? So yeah, it's that series fun. maybe goes five. Yeah, I, I might be something like
0: crazy. Happens, That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, buddy. it'd have
1: to be. It, you know what? Honestly, Kyle Anderson would probably have to go off for them to like yeah. really hang in that series. So I, I really like this Kyle Anderson pick. Like a lot of these picks are like, oh, yeah, I know that guy or like this. one. I'm like, oh, Kyle Anderson. Where have you been my whole life?
0: <laughs> and this is why commons are fun. So rare because I would never have heard of Kyle Anderson if I didn't have his common card that I could use every single week. I'm Thank saying.
1: you. Because those scores are a little juicy. Oh, look, Jeff Green. Yes, uh, you know, we're, we're past the nuggets here at this point. We got we got to keep going. All right. Here's another shout for me. And only because I, th- I think I won him as a reward early on or something. But before he got traded from the Clippers, Luke Kennard for the Memphis Grizzlies. I had Luke Kennard on my list. Oh, do you? Do Let's do I it. I love Luke Kennard. L27. He's going for like .003. It's like six bucks. He's taken on a massive role. Obviously, there's been a lot of injuries with Memphis. There's a lot of guys that are going to come back. I think Luke Kennard has proven that he can play for this team. Like, Luke Kennard almost leads, you know, the second team. Off the bench, he's usually the one driving the ball up. He's, you know, facilitating the play. Luke Kennard has come to Memphis and really been, like, become one of the guys off the bench. I think he will see playing time in the playoffs. And if he gets on one of his heaters where he just starts sinking threes left and right, which is basically all he kind of does anyway.
0: Oh, uh, dude, sneaky little play. But hey, I mean, in, in the playoffs, when you need a quick bucket, I mean, that's yeah. that's the guy that you're going to.
1: When you need a swing momentum, man, and you get the ball in his hands, swing the ball around, just put it in. He's going to chuck it up. And all of a sudden, you know, you're going you're going on a 10-2 to two run. So Luke Kennard, I've become a really big fan of Luke Kennard this season. Uh, I, th- I think he's a good shout. I think he's someone that you should really consider having. The playoffs.
0: Yeah. I mean, again he was on my list. You kind of you nailed it right on the head with that. He's getting big minutes on a very good team. Um, and he's just he's a shooter. Like those are guys that you need in the playoffs. You're gonna need in um, you know, to to go on quick runs here and there, especially coming off the bench. Um, the only thing that's a little concerning is he only averages, at least in his L10, um, he only averages four rebounds a game. So if his shot's not falling, there's not a ton. Outside of that, um, and in which case his minutes are just gonna gonna go way down. But um, no, he's a guy that I, I trust to kind of to kind of get minutes for um for the grizzlies and, and for the grizzlies then to make a run too.
1: Oh, 100 percent Yeah. Oh, and even quick quick shower here. I didn't really have him on my list, but in the case that he does come back before they get knocked out of the playoffs, Steven Adams hasn't really played in a while, got pretty Let's hurt. See, is he still in New Orleans? No, he's in Memphis. He's Why been hurt for like half he the was season. Still in New Orleans. He hasn't been there in years. Yeah, but he's been hurt half the season. But there's a lot of talk that he might be ready for maybe not the first round, but the second round, if that. Steven Adams is super cheap. Who's to say he comes back in and gets big minutes in the playoffs after not playing for like what? He he got hurt in January, so three months. But say as on,
0: on March 9th, the last update was that he'll be reevaluated in four weeks, which we're essentially at that time right now. Um uh, RotoWire has an estimated return at 415.
1: So uh next Saturday. So just in time start. for kind of for the playoffs for them. Yeah. Uh, just in the time for the start. So super cheap flyer, L33. Steven Adams can deliver. He's a really big piece of this team, went healthy. Um again, if you're a degenerate like some of the rest of us. Nice little flyer on Steven Adams with Memphis who can make a deep run in the playoffs. Who knows what you're going to get there, but quick little shot for Steven Adams there. So just something to think about, keep in the back of your head. Respect. I like it. Buy the rumor, sell the news, baby. Say it all season. Let's yes, go. Sir. We, we do need a lineup here with uh, with PJ Tucker,
0: Steven Adams. Who else did I say? Grayson Allen from last week um, and Tyrese Maxey. Just kind of as they, these are the straight gamble picks and just do it just for fun. And, and just see how that lineup does.
1: Oh man, that's no! Don't do that. That's, no,
0: don't, just I guess throw in Pat Bev too, just for fun. Oh, uh, there it is. If Pat. we're if we're really getting fun at it, yeah. Pat um, Bev, let's see. Hit, hit the game here. winner, buzzer beater to get out of the play in. So we uh are are we good to jump out of the play, or are we still kind of sticking within there?
1: Oh no, bro! We were just on Memphis, bro. We're everywhere. I was gonna say we were with
0: Memphis. Um, so I'm gonna go with Keegan Murray in Sacramento because Ooh. hashtag Light the Beam. Um, yes, Keegan, like Luke Kennard is also a great three-point shooter, too. Um, he can get rebounds and assists for for them as well. He also kind of, if you're noticing a theme with today's picks, is also very inconsistent, where you truly have no clue, you know, what you're gonna get out of him. Um, but at that same time, when he hits, like he hits. So um definitely a, a good guy to target there. Um, kind of at the at a somewhat cheaper range. He's got an L10 of 30 and he's going for 16 uh dollars. So um, he can he can do it. He's on a very good team and a great offense. So I, I think he's kind of
1: a, a good pick to go from that mid-range of, of teams. So I'll do you one better. What's Keegan's 30? At Keegan's L 30, yeah. At L37 for about double the price with more consistency is your boy De'Aaron Fox. I like it. I like it. Down the stretch when you need a clutch shot in a very important moment, and you're getting the ball in Fox's hands. Who's to say what Sacramento's going to do in these playoffs? I don't know. It, it, it could literally go anywhere, right? They haven't been the playoffs in what sixteen years, something like that. They broke the streak, yep. like the, the longest streak. Break the streak. Who knows what this young team's going to do? Maybe they, Maybe they go far. Maybe they get. You know. Maybe they get hot. They get some momentum and they just bulldoze through the playoffs, or they crash out. But De'Aaron Fox, that's a boy to have. Again, that just like Keegan a boy Murray, to have. he was also. I kind of took I took Keegan off for Fox only because I wanted to squeeze in the Sabonis shout. Who's Sabonis, different level, more expensive, L47. Like this is another guy that is basically almost your MVP unless you can squeeze him in with some of those low L10s like Christian Brown. The only thing is you're paying up, you're paying a premium for Sabonis because his like his floor is like 40. Like very rarely does he hit below that. And if he does, it's like a 36, 37. So Sabonis, you're getting those scores no matter what. You're paying that premium because he's going to do it. There is that risk. You don't really know how far they're going to go. But any three of these, you have three tiers, Keegan Murray and De'Aaron Fox real close in the L10s, a little bit of price difference. You're paying up for that consistency. If you really, really want to pay a premium for that secure consistency on this Sacramento team, go and get you a bonus.
0: And just kind of a, a quick callback to De'Aaron Fox. He was the, the first, I guess, one of the first like big stars that I bought and ended oh, up trading right. him for, for Dame Lillard. And, uh, and so I forgot who it was. Um, like Juan Toscano and it was basically like a, a throw in card that I never really use, but, um, looking back, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Fox. Cause I kind of forgot that I had that until I, I went up to sober data to see his price just now. And I was like, Oh, cool. Look at that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like that pick. He's been great in clutch situations, um, this whole season, but especially as of recent. So always a good sign for that. The thing that does make me very nervous about that though. Um, is they're pretty much locked into the three seeds. So they play golden state in the first round. I don't know if they get past golden state. I think That's, golden state might even be if golden state's healthy, depending on what happens with Andrew Wiggins, golden state may be the favorite to advance out of that, even though they are the six seed,
1: but can they win
0: away games? Uh, they've won. So they're nine and 30 on the road right now, which think about it. It used to be like Dude. two and 20. So they're making progress. Right, um, but not my uh, much. Uh, and
1: and, that, and that's I think the they th- will.
0: It's the playoffs. Like they, Draymond's gonna pull them all together, and it's gonna become a like we gotta do this now. Yeah,
1: but who's who's to say the Kings can't uh, get spicy, get hyped, light lighten them beam? They want to light that beam. It is a very very nice shiny purple beam that I wish wasn't so obvious copy because I'd be like I'd be knocking on Orlando City's door, be like yo yo yo, where yeah. the fuck <laughs> is our purple beam, yo? I want that purple beam.
0: Just make it like a serious? gold beam, like change the color, but it's the same exact concept, and you can just pitch it that it's a new idea. It just took this long to actually
1: install no, it. We're just going to have three, two purple ones, and a yellow one, just a gold one, just a, a freaking Triforce of just beamness, the beam force. One point for every, or uh, I guess it'd be one point for every win,
0: because if, you you, if you're winning, you're lighting all three, if it's just a dry, you're oh. only lighting one. Yes.
1: Yeah, oh, okay, see? okay. Yo, Atlanta yeah. City front office, I'll see you this weekend. <laughs> But, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a question. I'm, I'm also glad you brought Golden State up. I completely forgot they were kind of mashed up with the Kings right now because I actually have two Golden State players that I kind of pulled. And guess what? One of them is not Steph Curry because that's too obvious, folks. We got to save Steph. But close enough, though, because I did get the other end of the bros. You know what bros I'm talking about. Because Klay Thompson, my guy, in the playoffs – People like to forget about Clay Thompson. I get it. Clay Thompson's a little old. He don't always show up. But in the playoffs, I think a healthy Klay Thompson can show up. He's put up some good. I was this I was year. really hoping you were messing with me and you were gonna be like the other one, Jordan Poole, and then just <laughs> disrespect Clay. Brother. I for sure thought that's where we were headed. Brother, we're trying to we're trying to win some playoff rewards, all right? <laughs> even though forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, so rare. The playoffs start next week. And we still don't even know what hundred thousand dollars worth of prizes we're getting. Get it together, bro. Make that image. Tweet it out. Let's get it out. Let's get some hype. 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 But yeah. Clay Thompson. Do not forget about Klay Thompson with Golden State. It was very questionable whether they were gonna be in the play in, not be in the play in. Looks like they've kind of gotten there. Looks like they will be in the playoffs. They'll have a series. Look, man, you can't count this team out. They're just they're 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 tried and true. They're proven. This team can make a whole lot of something happen from a whole lot of nothing. Don't sleep on Golden State, Clay Thompson. I like that. Def, definitely a good
0: pick. Always been a big fan of Clay. So um, I, I used to be a, a big Warriors fan back when uh, I guess it was in high school when Steph was kind of first well, coming up. So on the bandwagon? Cool. Yeah, you could call it that, I guess. I mean, I, I was there since like formally since the Monte Ellis days and I just like fully Ooh, okay, got into okay. it when Steph was there. But okay, um, yeah, okay. I'll, I was a little bit of a bandwagon fan. I'll admit that. Uh, but no, I just clearly did. I was like 20 like, years. Ago. Seen, yeah, it's. But, I mean, we've seen what Clay can do, um, especially in the playoffs and some some Game Six Clay moments. So he'll just he'll pop off. So it's definitely a, a good pick on a on a team that hopefully can make a a, a good run. Yeah. If they can win away games, that's going to be the biggest thing.
1: But I'll tell you, someone that might have a role in that, which is another kind of sneaky pick here on the Golden State. I'm just going to hop in, just kind of throw them at you, Dante Divincenzo, who be like some people might go who some people might go who if you look at these so rare scores. He could bang a 48 and a 50 and a 42, 37s. He has an L10 of 20, and he can hit 50s and 40s and high 30s with regularity. Dante DiVincenzo, yes, a healthy Golden State team. He might not get those minutes, right? But he's been starting a good chunk of the year. They trust him. DiVincenzo with a low L10 like that, going into the playoffs, if you can get a really, really good game out of him, it's going to be looking real nice. Dante DiVincenzo, do not sleep on him. And he's under 10 bucks, 0.0049 come on like look at those scores and be like mm, looking a little spicy looking a little what do you what do you think i feel i feel like you're feel like you don't agree as much as i don't know i, feel I, like I, you don't I see, see both it.
0: sides of it I'm, I'm trying to decide like which way i go on this but i'm like split right down the middle um i, I just, just kind of looked back too at many
1: factors too many factors yeah, that like it's are too all many
0: factors like clay missed last game he put up 37 jordan Poole only got like 12 minutes he put up 42 but when they're fully healthy he's putting up 21 22 37 so it's kind of like it, it's really what are you going to get and I, i'm glad that every single pick that we've made almost is like a risky what's he going to do moment but like that's that's kind of what wins you your lineup and or wins. That's why you the standing the, uh, that's why weeks. the standings
1: yeah. are coming down to the last game because the west is all over the place
0: but uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good pick there. I'm going to stick with Golden State as well. Kind of just just stick with the we're, we're coppering off each other um, and go Jonathan Kaminga here because he's got an L10 at 23 and he's only 10 bucks here and he's been getting fairly good minutes. Granted, it's somewhat at the back end of that rotation, but he's a guy that they've brought on fairly slowly um, and he's, he's starting to pick up minutes, take them away from Anthony Lamb, Gary Payton. So um, he's a guy I think stays in the uh, in the rotation
1: and he's a fairly good scorer as well. You know, and Anthony Lamb ain't really gonna get you there. But I'm glad that you shouted him out because when I watch them play, he's one of those guys that I watch him on the court, and I'm like, oh, I really like him. Then I go check silver so data for his scores, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like him anymore. Just one of those guys. I don't know, man. You just you just see him on the court. He's he's like a Jalen Suggs, where he just he's everywhere. Like you just see him doing all these things, and you're just like, why is it not showing up in the box score? Like why? Love him, Sover, not so much. Kaminga, those scores. Oh yeah, baby, I like that. And come on, Draymond's gonna foul out a couple times, right? I
0: mean, foul out, get ejected, one in the same, right? Ah, you know,
1: just normal stuff. Just, it's bound to happen. Yeah, it's come on in, in the heat of the moment. Come on, let's be real. Let's be We know, we know you ain't, <laughs> you, you ain't fooling nobody, bud. Don't, don't punch Jordan Poole in the face again, please. That wasn't very nice.
0: You're um, good. You're good. Let's yeah. see. What do we got else? I'm trying to find another like mid. I guess we haven't talked about the Suns at all. So, I'm going to I'm going to stay away from the top 2. We'll save those for a little bit, but Deandre Ayton at an L10 of 29. I'm not like I'm not sold on him, but at the same time he's kind of like Valentinus where he's going to put up good rebound numbers every night.
1: So, Ayton has looked really really good in this new system with everybody back, but he's Deandre Ayton and yeah, you never know what you're going to get. I thought about putting him on the list. I just thought he's one of those guys that I think there's better plays than DeAndre Ayton. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where that is a really good shout. And I like the Suns. And it's actually really weird that we didn't mention the Suns at all. And maybe because they're all like on that upper, like, yeah, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, you know, KD, whenever he comes back, if he's going to be healthy. Yeah. uh, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't think I trust Ayton is the thing. I don't think I trust him enough to like go after him, but he does have that upside. He will put up those scores. Hasn't really done it recently. Maybe that's why. I'm like, iffy on it is, I, yeah, I don't, I like it. I like I it. I do
0: agree that there's, there are better plays out there. It's, that's my, I, don't know. I, I didn't feel great about it, but I was like, he's on my list. So, like, I might as well say it, even though he doesn't really fit everyone else that we've talked about. But, right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's better plays. I guess if you're, if you're a big Suns fan or if you think the Suns are going to go far, he may be a, a good guy to go after. But yeah, I don't, I don't feel great about
1: that now that, now that I've heard your thoughts on it. It's just like, he's, he's, He's around the same price as Clay, which we just talked about. But I think I trust Clay more in that situation, and that and that's kind of what I mean. Where it's like when you look at the price range and the L tens, and like take all that together, I would one hundred percent go for Clay over Aiden. Absolutely, and I maybe maybe that's just me. I I may be wrong. I'm, I maybe but Aiden's gonna get those minutes, right? And well, I guess they're both injury prone too, aren't they? Eh, uh. kind of ish. Uh, Clay's old. Aiden's been hurt. Yeah. Ah. It's not a I, bad shout. I, I, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to come out here and be like, Joe, that was stupid, dude." <laughs> what, is, what is wrong with you? Because I have thought. I, I thought about buying Aiden a couple weeks ago, and it's been like the back of my mind. It just never really pulled the trigger. Yeah, it's it's not. It's you know. I like that shout, especially because there's nobody else like Landry Shamit. I guess. Tanner Ross ain't going to do mm-hmm. it for you. Campaign, eh? A eh? Tory Craig, <laughs> definitely not. So yeah. <laughs> Aiden, look, Aiden's going to get you the minutes. He's going to get you the production. He can do it it's a, it's a solid big personally. I think there's just a better place. That's all. Yeah. That's, well, all. I, that's That's fair. That's fair. And yeah, I mean, it's,
0: I, I could have been a little better with that, but yeah, it's just the West is so weird. Like it, it, it is, this was, dude. this was a lot easier in the East because you had a lot more guys in the mid 15s Whereas even all the, like the role players in the West, everyone's putting up like an L 10 or 20. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of tough in that sense to really find those good value plays. Everyone else is like a, Well, those L10s low, but like it could be very high. Whereas out East, I feel like you kind of have more parity and like your role player is going to get you about 12 to 15. And that's kind of it.
1: Well, yeah. And and like, not not that you're even mentioning it, like just looking at this list, right? If you kind of in your head, trying to kind of remember how the season went, these teams are so top heavy that Phoenix was at the top until they lost Booker, right? Yep. Who else? The Lakers were great. And so AD and LeBron went down. The Pelicans we're literally destroying the league until Zion and Ingram and everybody and McCollum, but they all got hurt. Dallas. Ugh, they're just Dallas. Da- yeah. You- Dallas is done. Utah. I mean, they're just young marketing. Hello. Who, who was marketing last year? Nobody knows. And now we know this is one of those things where the West, you lose that top guy. You're done. You're cooked. You're gone. And it's, it's hard. So maybe it it is going to the East. I think we all think the title is going so. to the East. I think it's, it's gonna it's gonna be Denver, Denver books probably. Yeah, or I could see I could see Memphis kind of sneaking in there too. To be honest, Memphis is I, I don't like. The, I, I think the is good. problem Memphis is good. I don't. I
0: just Denver has not given us any reason to think that they can be trusted in the playoffs. Like Jokic is incredible and has been for multiple years now. They just can never get it done and figure it out in the playoffs. So I, I just.
1: Th- their Lost roster
0: faith. is so good this year. And this is arguably the best one, like overall roster that they've had, like since yoga just kind of popped off, but it's just, it's still, you see that logo and you, you think NBA playoffs and it's just, it's not making a deep run. So like, <laughs> that's
1: it just why I don't, feel like it's so see, open. Yeah. I, the more I think about it, like I would love for the Kings to just go on a run and oh, just absolutely. completely just, just take the world by storm and just make it. I, I, I don't think they win the finals but it would be incredible to see him get there. It'd be, it'd be an incredible run to see him get there. But Memphis, I've been watching a lot of Memphis lately. I don't know if I got sucked in by the, the jaw drama or not or what, (laughs) but they play hard. They play fast. Like they, they, they're very, what's, uh, it's not like surgical, but like, Dude, they just they pick you apart so easily with just precision and passing and speed and like oh like even watching them I was like I knew they were good but I cuz they had a back to back with the Magic so I watched them two nights like in a row and I was like oh <laughs> I was like oh crap. Hey, this Memphis team is good and if they get all healthy and like yeah, they weren't healthy. They haven't been. Like they've just their bench has been dominating most of these games. It's been ridiculous. They're don't don't be sleeping on Memphis. I think I think they might be a little sneaky pick. I want to like Memphis
0: because of Chubb because it's so fun to watch. Jaron Jackson, um, obviously Luke Kennard, who, yeah. we, who we gave a shout to, but I just oh and Triple I J was on my list. For but... a team, I cannot root for a team that has Dylan Brooks on it. Like I just I cannot bring myself to do that, and for that reason, I'm also out on Memphis. But I just dude it, it, dude
1: that team's full of clowns, bro. It is <laughs> dude, the team's like straight up like. There's, there's no beating around the bush that team is full of clowns but they're so good but they're but, good but like it's like that kid that like you just like look at you're just like you've never been punched in the face and like you just you just need to be punched in the face like that is just memphis like they they almost need to crash crash out but they're just so good and i'm like i don't see it happening but i would love to see it happen but also it'd be fun to watch them go all the way so i don't know it, it's one of those tricky situations but. And I get a get Memphis to advance and Golden State to advance and
0: get that in the uh in the second round for a seven game series would be cool. absolutely incredible.
1: Would you say that's better than Boston Bucks? Yes and no. I think from a true different styles,
0: from a true basketball entertain like a true basketball standpoint, it's Bucks Celtics by a mile. But from an entertainment standpoint. <laughs> oh my god give me golden state in memphis like yeah it's gonna be sick to see tatum do something nuts and Giannis to somehow dunk from the three-point line whatever he whatever that's gonna happen
1: so there's so fundamentals see, and then vibes. There's, there's
0: fundamentals and then there's all-star weekend game like just and have vibes. fun like give me a seven game series of dylan brooks and draymond green and clay thompson just oh. in each other's oh.
1: ear up and down the court for 48 minutes holy crap that would. That'd be a bloodbath. That's Malice of the Palace 2.0 right there, yeah, but for a full series,
0: yeah, like that would be that would be
1: incredible. But no, from a, I want to
0: actually watch basketball. Let's give me Bucks and Celtics, please.
1: No, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. The way things are shaping up, I am actually really excited about this Toronto and Bulls play-in game. Yeah, I think that's gonna be like the game of the play-in, to be honest, of all the play-in games. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's my I think that's the one play-in game that I'm like, oof. As things stand right now, as things, but the I'll East is Toronto. Toronto is is one game back from
0: Atlanta, so it could. It's either going to be the Bulls versus Atlanta or the Bulls versus Toronto. Those are the only two options, and either way, that would be a, a great playing game.
1: No, I don't know, bro. The Hawks just destroyed your Bulls I, last I, night.
0: We split the season series, though. Yeah, but it was so bad like, last, last night. But last night without Trey is just embarrassing. Yeah. Um, especially because like we we got in because Orlando lost. But you never want to like know going into a game, okay, if we win, we're in no matter what. And you don't win that game and it comes down to the team behind you. Like that just that doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth that the bulls are falling apart at the end. Yeah. Like they they went on a
1: run. They were like, Oh, we're we're staying in this play. And like they went on a run, they were just beating everybody, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they're kinda they're kinda crashing out. They're they, they they tired, but Dale and Terry's getting minutes, so let's go. I saw a
0: great tweet this morning about how Dalen Terry is the most efficient player in the league because he scored 3 points in 1 minute and only attempted one shot and he made it. Let's and go. I was like, yes. I'm here for the Dalen Terry propaganda. And he made a shot in Paris. In
1: Paris he scored in 3 different countries. He did. That he Not did. Not many guys friend. can say that. Not many guys can say that. Dude, this has been a crazy good episode. Oh, dude, wait, I what am I even Dude, I can't be canceling this show. Who's your MVP for the Western Conference playoffs?
0: Uh, I guess Jokic because he's got the high, like if we're going true like MVP spot, I feel like you have to go Jokic just because you know, everyone that has him is going to play him. And that MVP spot doesn't really count. Um, Cause he's got yeah. the 58 L 10, whereas Steph has 47 Ja has 41. So I feel like you're like, there's no one else that puts up a similar score to Jokic in that sense that you want as your MVP. So I feel like you have to go him. But on the flip side, like, I, I don't know, I think Ja would probably be a, a good option there as well because his l 10s down at 41. So between those three, he's got the lowest. So that's kind of low enough where you might be able to sneak in, sneak him into contender or as your second star in uh, in champion. But, um, yeah, I think you have to go Jokic just based on that L10. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, it was a given. Like I said earlier, there's, right. there's no conversation about it. If you're going for a true MVP, you're going Jokic. No questions and zips or butts, which yeah, it's not that bad of a price, I don't think. So for you're paying up, but you're pretty much guaranteed, you know, almost every round of the playoffs in a perfect world. If they do
0: it this year, yeah. You know
1: what? I'm gonna end this episode kind of with a game like we did last week. All right. I got I got two rounds for you this time. We're gonna do start, bench, and drop and cut. Okay. Cause it was fun last week. All right. I got two of them. So the first one Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. And LeBron James in the playoffs. Ooh, just for the playoffs. Yep. Healthy, healthy, no other, just these three players in the playoffs. You got to start one, bench one, cut one. I mean, I, ah, God, I don't want to have to
0: say cut LeBron because I know what he can do in the playoffs, but I also, (laughs) but I don't think the Lakers really do much of anything. Like there's so many things that can go wrong. Like Anthony Davis wakes up on the wrong side of the bat and can't play, the Lakers are screwed. Stubby but on stone. the flip side, LeBron's going to go off for that entire series. So, I fuck I don't LeBron. like this. I liked last week's better because I didn't have to say a huge superstar name that I yeah, had Yeah, that
1: one, that was hard, huh?
0: Yeah, because last week was what? It was Trey Young, uh, Van Fleet, and... and... I don't know. It was like three superstars in the play-in. Siakam, so... maybe?
1: Siakam, I think, yeah. It,
0: yeah, so it was like one who was like, I I feel comfortable dropping one of these guys.
1: Well, but I, I wanted to do another play-in version, but you look at the play-in and it's just all garbage. So I was like, that's not fun. <laughs> so I came up with two pretty good ones, I think. Shit. I guess
0: Bench Durant starts Steph, but I'm, I'm also a huge Steph Curry fan, so that that's kind of playing into it as well, and I don't know. I I I think they can they can make a good run here. That's kind of probably the if you're going between the Warriors and the Suns, I think it's probably the Suns, but like the the path is there for Golden State to make a good run. So start and stuff. Start Steph bench Katie cut LeBron. Yikes. I hate that. I hate
1: that. I hate that. Oh. Oh God. Now that I'm like trying to do it myself in my head, I'm like, oh God, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you gotta start. No, you start Steph, yeah, bench Durant then cut LeBron. Le- LeBron's look, man. He's 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 slowing down a lot. He someone who relied on his body and being physical and fast like that, it's just he he I feel like he, he it's more noticeable with him than it is with like Curry and Durant. Like they could chill on the yeah. perimeter and just sink buckets all day. LeBron, he has he has to work for a lot of those points sometimes and yeah, his body's going to going to definitely uh, give out on him sooner rather than later.
0: I will say he has gotten a lot better working on his
1: jump shot recently though.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause early on in his career, like that was always an issue for him, but now he's kind of really starting to pick up on that. So um, he knows he can't just kind of bang around down low all game, but he'll, he'll hit that mid range or, or even that, uh, that three where he spit looks down and spins the ball and then just hasn't missed on
1: those. Exactly. So no, I, I agree with you. Good call. All right. So we went we went a little old school. We went a little vet heavy. We're gonna go a little younger for this one. A little a little opposite side of the spectrum. Knees don't hurt as much. All right, we got SGA Sabonis or Ja. I mean, start Jaw. Um, I mean, I
0: I just said that he was one of those guys that I'm naming in as as an MVP. So I feel like I have to go start Jaw. Um, who is it? Sabonis and, and SGA. SGA. Trying to pull up their L tens here real quick. Um, so Sabonis is the 47 SGA has got 48, oh, man. I feel like you have to go Sabonis also with that because Oklahoma city may not make it out of the plan. And if they do, they're not making it past Denver. So I, I think you have to go Sabonis cause you're at least faithful that they're going to make it out of the first round and, and all that, even though like in a, in a regular season game, I would take SGA, but I just, I think kind of knowing the different paths, you have to go Sabonis. So what, what was it? Uh, start jaw, sit Sabonis, and and uh, and cut
1: SGA. Ooh. Okay, it, as far as like playoff implications and the way things stand right now, I agree. You cut SGA in this situation, yeah. It's just they they crawled in, they proved a point, they're not quite there yet. Can they hang with some of these teams, yeah, in a seven game series? Not a chance, but I'm actually starting Sabonis and sit in jaw only Interesting. be Okay. O- only because I just love how consistent Sabonis is, I mean, and that's that's definitely and fair. It's just it's solid consistency. Where Jaw, he's kind of been up in the air, and you can even see it. Obviously, there's been a lot of things going on. There's been a whole lot of controversy, this and that. His scores have kind of wavered because of it. So at the end of the day, right now where everything stands, like yes, do I think Memphis could probably go further than the Kings? Sure, but. For the consistency and for the just solid, it's a safer solid floor, performance, yeah. it's just a safer floor. I'm going, yeah, I'm starting Sabonis, sitting jaw, and then, yeah, sorry, yes, GA, buddy. Even though you're the first superstar that I've had since the beginning is so rare. It's the first one I bought, and he's just been tried and true and just won me a bunch of stuff this yeah. year. So I'm sorry, not sorry, but Sabonis is the way to go. Dude, that's fine. We might have to do this a lot. I, I, you I, you, re- you got
0: to stop killing me with these superstars, man. That was hey. That was so tough.
1: But it's good. It gets it gets your noggin flow. There's a little smoke yeah. coming out your ears. Like the gears were grinding. They were really working double time. But dude, this has been incredible. I'm hyped for the playoffs. By the time that we come back and the next episode, we will be in the play-in. The last couple of games are this week. It's the last game week in Sower. By the time this episode comes out, good luck because rotation is going to kill every lineup. Get ready for DMPs. Don't expect much. I stopped, stopped prize picking. I stopped draft and. I stopped really caring about so rare right now because hey, these rotations, these resting, these saving people for the playoffs has just been chaos. So if you do win something, pat yourself on the back because it is incredibly hard. But good luck. Get your players, get that 15%, plan ahead, make some shots, take some risks, and good luck. Whoosh.